This podcast is Alright, what's going on everybody? Welcome to our first live podcast for Bourbons and Bordelones, our podcast dedicated to Queen Sugar. How many bourbons? Woo! Bourbon? Is it bourbon? <laughs> There's one single wow. bourbon. <laughs> Just one bourbon. I'm not even going front. I literally <laughs> thought that always said bourbons. Um, I'm pretty sure I haven't said that out loud before, but wow. And I've only had one so far, so... Uh, we want to thank everybody who's out here uh, coming to support us. We really appreciate it. Uh, shout out to Busboys and Poets in Anacostia. We're out here in Washington, D.C. for those people listening. Um, how many people are Queen Sugar fans? I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we're going to get started with some intros. First, I want to introduce everybody that's up here before we get into our own personal things about this. Um, Sitting to my immediate right is Shawnice. Hello. <laughs> we got Janae. Hey. Jabri. What's up, y'all? And the notorious Corey over here. Wow. <laughs> For those that listen to the podcast, Corey is often a... Uh, a polarizing figure. Yes. There you go. Yeah. That's not true. Corey is the only one that's called out by name ever in the podcast. I think he's the only one that has his own personal... Fan club. Tribe. Corey, Corey Hive. Hive. Yeah. <laughs> is, any, is anyone in here Corey Hive? <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> oh, my man. That's what I'm talking about. Right. That I is a scary thing, by the way. I just, <laughs> just want to go on record. I want to make sure I'm on record with that one. Um, but genuinely, we appreciate you coming out. We, are, we really enjoy doing this podcast through all 13 episodes. 13 episodes. Uh, we put a lot of time and attention and effort into doing it. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Drank a lot of different bourbons, bourbon, bourbons, bourbons, because there were more there than go, one, yes. plural, <laughs> one, two or more, bourbons, mm-hmm. um, but we enjoyed it, we really enjoyed doing this, uh, every two, we actually recorded every Tuesday evening in preparation for the Wednesday episode, and then usually Janae or Shawnice would jump on Twitter and, and tweet the episode. Mostly trying to get Ava to pay attention to see. <laughs> Which she did. Which, <laughs> she, Which she did. She started she following did. at Amen. B Board Alone. She actually yeah. started following. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. We had a lot of interaction with writers and um, even actors on the show. Uh, I ran into to, um, Hollywood here in D.C. at Marvin. He did not listen to the show when I told him about it. But <laughs> I'm going to assume he probably did later. Um, Briefly, before we get into some of the other stuff, I want to talk about how this even came to be. So, a couple months ago, I reached out to my friend Jabri over here and was like, yo, let's start a podcast network. Random phone call. I was like, yo, let's do this. He was like, all right, cool. And um, a, lot of, a lot of things that I've done in life usually start out that simply. Like, nobody ever, it's, it's I don't know if everybody just thinks that I'm, I'm going to be good at this or nobody else has anything better to do with their time. But usually it's just like, why not? And we were trying to come up with content and things. We, we, we pitched a bunch of shows to one another, like, what kind of podcast should we be doing? And then one day I was like, you know, why don't we do a podcast about the show Queen Sugar? I love the show. It's a fun show to recap. Maybe Oprah will listen because it's on her network. You know, like, let's, fi- let's find our way to Oprah somehow. Oprah's always the angle. Can't even lie. That was definitely <laughs> part of the first conversation, 
right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I was like, well, who do I know that watches Queen Sugar? So I reached out to Corey because I know Corey watches pretty much any and everything black that comes on television, <laughs> like I do. Um, and we have all the bad, bad black movie accolades to prove it. We watch every bad black uh, movie that has been produced. Every single one. Yeah, between the two of us, there's not one that we haven't seen. And then I was like, well, who else can we add to the show? And I reached out to Janae. I was like, I know she has to watch the show. We've had plenty of conversations about black arts, black TV. So I was like, cool, we're set. And then Jabri and I have a production meeting, and he's like, yo, I watched a couple episodes. I want it. Yep. <laughs> like, I need to be a part of this somehow. Like, I got I to gotta be a part of this. I'm like, it's going to be three dudes and a woman talking about Queen Sugar. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I was like, but this is largely a show that I think centers women more than it does men in general. So we probably need to make sure that we are having as much balance, as much of a balanced opinion as possible. I hit your name like, yo, we need somebody else. She hit Shawnice, next thing you know. Now the interesting thing is everybody in here was involved in my wedding some way, shape, or form, right? So this is, I didn't even have to go that far. I literally could have just put out a, like a, a bat signal to, to the wedding yeah, party and been set. Because that's what ended up happening. But that's how Bourbon and Border Loans came to be. We didn't have a name through names out there. I don't know who came up with this one specifically. I think, was it you, uh, Shawnee? Shawnee's came up with this one. I always try to take credit for something. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> while you're a hater. We were trying to find some brown, some way to work some kind of brown liquor statement into it. <laughs> and, you know, over, over text messaging, Bourbon and Bordelones was formed. Shawnee's did the graphic for this as well. And okay. that's effectively how this show came to be. I am going to take credit for coming up with the good, the bad, and the Nova. That was my it idea. Was, it was, Absolutely yes. my idea. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. <laughs> I will give myself all the flowers for that. But hey, did, um, did I come up with anything? No. no. I don't think you did, <laughs> actually. <laughs> I think you just show up when we say okay, this. That's all right. I just yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, that's pretty I much how I credit yeah. for something. All right, cool. I, I don't you get give credit right, for cool. shenanigans? Yes. Okay, right, I'll yeah. take that. I'll take it. But um, that's, how this, that's how this podcast came to be. It's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed doing this with everybody. That's my own, my personal reflection on this is largely just how we came to do this. So I'm going to, we're going to hand it off. I want everybody, everybody's going to talk a little bit about their experiences doing the podcast and whatever they, what, what, however that's going to go. So Shawnice, the floor is yours. Oh, it's me? Yeah. Okay. Um, so like, like Panama said, it was very random. I received a text from Janae and she's like, hey, do you watch Queen Sugar? And I was like, I mean, I have before and I can. She's like, yeah, great. We're going to do a podcast um, next week. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'll be next week. <laughs> I guess. So I had to like binge watch. You know, I had watched it during the premiere and I watched it for a couple seasons, but I hadn't been um, keeping up with it. And a lot of that is because, you know, when you are a mom and a wife and you work, you don't really have time to watch your own shows because you have to watch Moana 50 times and you have to watch um, Yo Gabba Gabba and um, Coco. All, the, all of those shows that you really don't want to watch. So I don't really get a chance to watch my own shows. So it was nice to be able to, number one, um, I think it's important that when you are a mom and a wife or, you know, period, that you have your own things going on. So this was kind of like my my own thing, one of my own things. So doing the podcast allowed me every Tuesday that time to come out and do my own thing. Not, you know, not as somebody's mom, not as somebody's wife. This is my thing. I'm on the podcast. I'm not mom, wife right now. I'm Shawnice on the podcast, doing the good, the bad, and the Nova. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, that's kind of what it was for me. And I, you know, I always had, you know, my Mondays, I would have to watch the show real quick. Um, Tuesdays, I would have to come and, and record the podcast. Then Wednesdays, I was live tweeting. So I had my, my, my whole little Queen Sugar uh, Bourbon and Bourbon Loans podcast agenda going on. So that, 
that I, I really appreciate um, being able to have kind of that outlet for myself um, with the podcast and kicking it with these cool cats um, <laughs> once a week. Even though, you know, I, I think I also learned great restraint. I never slapped Corey. <laughs> um, <laughs> even though it sounds like sometimes in the podcast I may have wanted to. I think we all have wanted to. Y'all didn't hear half Our of the things. Are amazing. Oh, oh my, my god. The stuff that didn't make it. The stuff oh, that Lord. didn't make it, baby girl. Baby, baby girl and baby boy. Um, yeah, so you know, it was and in a nutshell, it was it was good to have my own thing. So that's it. Janae. Yeah, so um, I've never done a podcast before. I'm not like in comms. I'm not a journalist or in PR or anything. So the thought of a podcast wasn't necessarily something that kind of naturally aligned with what I was already doing professionally or even personally. But when Panama approached me about the opportunity to do this podcast, particularly about Queen Sugar, it wasn't really hard for me to get excited about it because I'm, I'm a fan. I already watched the show. I was going to be prompt and present regardless. So, you know, watching the show every week, taking notes, um, coming in every week, recording with these young people, um, <laughs> live tweeting episodes, it was definitely a labor of love. And even, you know, I think as Panama mentioned, you would think that, you know, the typical target audience for Queen Sugar is women, but we have these three guys on the podcast who really provide some different perspective and different insight. And you know, you hear our conversations on the show and a lot of times they can get very passionate if, mm. if you listen. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's really great because we really all do bring five different perspectives to the show. And so I think we're really able to kind of recap the, recap the show in a really you know, funny, exciting, but still thought-provoking and, and meaningful way. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's, it's been a blast. Yeah. <laughs> Jabri. Yeah, um, I agree. It's been an amazing experience. Uh, this is not our only podcast, but it is by far our most popular. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Panama's origin story is completely accurate. He was like, yo, let's do this show. Oprah might hear it. <laughs> That's really so, a tagline. <laughs> so, you know, we started it up. Um, it's been amazing interacting uh, with fans of the show who are somehow fans of us. That's incredible. Uh, writers, producers from the show have reached out to us. Um, like we never thought it would get this far, and uh, just thanks. I want to thank everybody for coming out. This is great. Um, you know, interacting with people online is like not something that I really do. I'm not a social media dude. Uh, not an Instagram cat. I don't really do that. But like, watching the Bourbon and Borderlands Twitter feed light up on, mm -hmm. on on Wednesday nights is just it's an adrenaline rush. It's amazing, and. Um, Thank you to the ladies who uh, handled that duty, the, the tweeting, because I, I, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, I did it one time, and I was happy to hand it over. So you were stressed out? You were stressed out? Yeah, I did zero times. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's been real cool. Corey? Uh, it's, been a, you know, it's been a fun experience for me, man. I had a, a good time recording these <laughs> <laughs> podcasts. Um, you know, even though they cut out half the stuff I say, and, you know, uh, only a, a little bit of it gets to, you know, the actual podcast. No, I'm joking. Um, nah, once, uh, once Panama hit me up, um, I mean, of course, you know, he already knew that I watched, like, all things, you know, black cinema related. So I already watched the show or whatever. And, um, and when he hit me up about the opportunity, I was like, let's do it. Let's go for it. And uh, it's just been a lot of fun, like, you know, hearing, like, all our different perspectives on, on all the different topics that come up in this show, and, you know, we're, we're, we're all so uh, kind of different or whatever. Um, like, it's just been, it's been cool to, to interact with, you know, with everybody. And, 
you know, everything's been good except for, you know, the little bit of hate that I get online. You know, I want to jump yeah. online and cut some people out, but, you know, they advised me not to do it. Um, <laughs> but next season, uh, I'm not playing no games. Any negative remarks will get you cussed out. Um, okay. But, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's been, it's been fun. I, I had a good time. The funny thing about that is we're joking, but editing it was a – so Jabri and I usually did the editing for this show, and we actually had conversations several times about – do we leave this in? Do we take that out? I think we got to take that out. I don't. I don't think. Unfortunately, they should have left it all. I don't in. think it's it, worth sinking no. the whole ship for this one comment. We would. We would yell cut in the middle in. of the episode. We like, actually, cut, yeah. cut, cut. There was cut. one recent episode <laughs> where I, Jabri wasn't there for this one, oh, but we actually got into a full fledged argument was, in the middle of. The, we actually had like cut the we were recording thing. it, but we all push the mics away we're all like going back and forth about this like it was actually a whole we had to like you know we had to stop take a quick break it was like a whole 30 minute segment i literally had to cut out and you can't tell at all you literally right. cannot tell that the conversation never stopped luckily there was like i think it was your fault it was Corey's fault yeah like Corey <laughs> asked some it's questions it's always Corey's fault Corey made it's some statements like fault. i mean but is that how we really feel and luckily, that was the point for 30 you know, minutes. You know, he has, he deflects and tells us that it's us, that, us. that are not thinking about this in real life. Nah, y'all not being realistic. Yeah. I mean, right. that's true. We digress. Yeah, it was, it's, editing for this has been um, a <laughs> <Yeah>. lesson <laughs> in, in how. Because we just started, we can't get canceled yet. <laughs> right, yeah. Ago. We ain't yeah. over yet. Ava, <laughs> Ava just followed us, like, relax. <laughs> <laughs> right, you don't want like once wait. you realize that people who are actually involved in the show. But wait, all the people who are involved in the show actually like all the stuff that I say. We so we edit you out. We edit no, a lot no, of no, it's, no, 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 Corey, no. All the people from the no. network who comment Corey, love no. everything that no, I say. It's not. Let me tell you who it the is. Vice President <laughs> chick loves Corey, what I say. Vice President of what? Of own. <laughs> no. She was like, I no, love Corey. Corey. I love that person. Who are you making up right now? Who are you turning into a fan? That's not like uh, a fictional person. She, she Corey, slid in my, my DMs. I'm sorry. I'm like, I, didn't, I didn't post that. She, she slid Corey, in my you DMs. Got, you, got two, you got two regular fans. It was fans Gail. That, it was that, Gail. That add us okay. on Twitter. It's the men. The whole Hive. The whole Hive is Corey fans <laughs> on Twitter. That's anyway. who it is. I can, I can find them right now. Nah, y'all know who y'all are. And see, this is how it always goes. This is literally <laughs> how it goes. One sentence sends it all the way into a whole different stratosphere. But that has made it a lot of fun. I mean, that's the ultimate bullet point. And one thing you heard a couple times is that we watched the show early. So thanks to a connection that we have at OWN, we actually got the episode in advance, mm -hmm. like well in advance. And that helped us do the podcast. Obviously, we would record every Tuesday evening um, here in Anacostia. Um, and, you know, the, the, the interesting thing about that is we didn't get the trailer for the next, the next episode. So we got the episode, but I never knew what the next episode was going to look like. So I always had to watch the episode on Wednesday night to just to see what was going to happen on the next episode, yeah. which is a very, very um, convenient way of making me watch this episode multiple times. Yeah. I usually watch at least four or five times in total, I think, three or four before we actually recorded, All right. just so I made sure that I had something to say. Um, but what we are going to do here is, as you've also mentioned, is Corey just talked about who his fans are. Um, that work on the show. <laughs> there are a lot of people that were involved with Queen Sugar who did actively participate on Twitter, reach out to us in, in, in various capacities, and we wanted to make sure that we gave them a shout out. Mm -hmm. So Janae, Janae's gonna handle the shout out duty for us. Yeah, I'll keep it quick. So of course, um, can't 
start this without giving a shout out to one Miss uh, Ava DuVernay, who um, ever so graciously uh, took her index finger and intentionally pressed the follow <laughs> button on our Instagram and Twitter accounts. God bless you. Um, so thank you so much for being the machine behind this wonderful show that we love so much. Also, Anthony Sparks, the Queen Sugar showrunner, shows us so much love. Um, we love how much you love the show. Hashtag best podcast ever. Also, um, the whole Queen Sugar Writers Room and the directors and producers, um, particularly the ones that follow us and like to engage with us on social media. So Valerie Woods, Felicia Pride, um, Deborah Campmeyer, Cheryl Dunyer, Pratiba Pramar, Chloe Hung, Lisa Morales, Chelsea Hetrick, C. Fitz, Mike Flynn, uh, Heidi Saman. Also, uh, Don Leon Gardner, who plays Charlie, also follows us, as well as... Slide into um, my DM, Charlotte. Wow. Um, as well she might be at, listening. Wow. As well as Erica Tazel. I think that's how you pronounce her last name, right? Who plays, Spill me. Yes, who also plays, who <laughs> plays Disha on the show. She also follows us as well. She um, does? Pam, you know that? Yeah, she does. Yeah. Slide into my DM, Disha. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to get chose. <laughs> And um, also, Panama mentioned meeting Omar Dorsey, um, Simone K. Durrett, who plays Davis. I met him uh, during CBC. Uh, we still waiting on your follow, sir. Come on. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and um, Dondre Whitfield, who plays Remy. He was in our comment section oh, before, yeah, too. So was. shout out to you. Also, um, yeah. Did you say... Uh who oh, I missing? What's Jimmy Dale real name? David Allen Greer. David Allen Greer, David Allen Greer okay. was in he the did. He did. So David Allen Greer went back and forth with us on Twitter for a little bit. He he's played Jimmy Dale this season. I'm sure you all know. Um, but he's hilarious and did his thing on the show. So, um, yes, shout out to all of you all. Again, we love how much you all love the show. We couldn't do it without you guys. And we're really looking forward to season five. Um, so, yeah. Can I add? Also, shout out to um, Allison Rose. Who's Allison Rose? Hi, I see you tweeted us. Hi, Allison Rose and Erica Joyce 315. Hi, hey, y'all. Sis. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Jabri mentioned how much of a rush it is when you see this, like the feed, like blowing up on, on Wednesday nights. That is true. Once you find out the people that actually are involved in the show yeah. are following what you're doing, are commenting back. And even like it. Like, yeah, like, like it. are, are engaging with you about the things that you're saying. And, you know, on this, on this show, you know, we have a couple segments. We have, you know, we do recaps usually. Then we have the good, the bad, and the Nova. Then we have advictions, and we give a ceremonial shot of bourbon to whoever had the best episode or whoever can make a case for the episode. The fact that I think Valerie Valerie Woods specifically mm-hmm. oh, was was she was, to the she was yeah. in there. So you yeah. got to the end. She was offering shots. Yeah. She listened. All, she was like, yeah, I think this per-, like that's a very cool feeling to know yeah. that the people you are actively talking about and talking about their work are paying attention to what you're doing. Yeah, because this isn't a short podcast. It's like an hour. Sometimes right. it's to an hour and a half. But so she listened to the end to get to the yeah. shot. Thank yeah, you so much. she knows the format. Like she listened all the way through, <laughs> so she can be a part. That's that's a very dope feeling. It's very cool. We we don't take it for granted. Um, we really enjoyed that. We enjoyed everybody who listened. We appreciate everybody who listened, um, especially as we watch the numbers grow over like over the course of the season. You know, once people started, you can we could see where people started discovering the podcast mm-hmm. because then they would go back and start listening to prior episodes. Interestingly enough, I think it was the fifth, ep- the fourth or fifth episode was apparently our best podcast for whatever reason. It did better numbers, and it continues to be the one that outstrips every other episode. I haven't gone back to listen to why. I don't know what it is about. It's probably Corey talking some shit. Probably so. It could be. <laughs> Sounds like about right. Oh, it I'm sorry. That must have been our least edited one. We got left most of me. Which is funny. I mean, since you mentioned that, see, I'm just gonna throw out all kind of random, random um, 
trivia about this. The only real rule that we had, so we wanted to keep profanity <laughs> to a minimum Sorry. as much as we could, right? It, that kind of changed towards the, towards the latter episodes. <laughs> I noticed they got more profane, Probably so. myself included. Um, but I also didn't want us to use the N-word, which is one of my favorite words. But I didn't want us to use it because you know why? Because Oprah don't challenge. like the N-word. And I was like, if Oprah <laughs> listens to the podcast, I don't want her to be turned off. One of, one of Corey's most famous things is to tell anybody to slide his DMs. <laughs> Oprah, listen, we wait and slide the DMs. I'm happy that we, we, did this, we did it for you. So we are going to get into uh, one of our segments of the show, but do it for the whole season, that Shanice was in charge of, which is... The Good, the Bad, and the Nova. On the Black Tested Podcast Network. <laughs> which I didn't mention opening the show, so... Just as a as a point of note, this podcast, Bourbon and Board Loans, is on the name of the network that Jabri and I are getting off the ground is called the Black Tastic Podcast Network, which is obviously a combination where black and fantastic is black tastic because of course it is. My shirt says black AF, which you know what that His means. His wife's shirt also says black AF. My wife's shirt also Thanks says so that. I recently <laughs> wrote an article about this. I love you. My wife is in the audience back here. She's, she's actually doing work. This is how hard of a worker she is. She's doing work right now while, while being here in supportive. You go ahead, wife. <laughs> right, right, right. So let's go ahead and get into that. And this is Shawnee's territory. So, All right. So usually we do the good, the bad, and the nova. But this week, since it's you know the end of the season or the season has already ended, we're going to do the best the worst and the novaist. Yeah. And novaist is not a word, but it's going to be a word today. So it's kind of going to be, you know, take the, the, pick your best moment, right? So the best moment, pick one though. Don't pick like five mm-hmm. moments. The best moment, the worst moment, and the novaist <laughs> moment. So I'm going to go one at a time. So like everybody give them. But we're best. just sticking with, with the, okay, the best. The best first. right now. All right. Oh, start. Okay. So. <laughs> Um, well, I, I mean, I can start. Okay. I, you know, this is tough because there were there were a lot of good things that happened throughout the episode. Um, I'm going to say for me, the best moment. I don't know. It might be a tie actually. Between uh, here you go breaking your own rule. Mind your business, Corey. <laughs> it might be a tie between. You know, I really enjoyed seeing Dr. Octavia Laurent you tear what? into. <laughs> Nova, the way that she did. It's and like they, a positive, a negative, you that's did positive. This on that I, I thought it was good. I thought Man, that was I'm good. With you. I enjoyed it. Hater. But also, and Corey hates to see it. Hater. I also thought it was good that Rala prevailed. Yes, Rala. Rala is Ralph Angel and Darla. Oh, hell no. Oh, I didn't know that we turned him into an actual. Well, Valerie, <laughs> let me just say, Valerie Wood started Rala. And we continued. So, no, Valerie Woods, we speak your name. Rala, I thought that was great that, that Ralph Angel finally came along. Now, we, now again, we love Disha. We thought that Disha was a great woman. That would have been real cute. But, we, you know, Darla was home for Ralph Angel, and I really thought it was a good moment to see Ralph Angel and Darla come back together and become a nice, happy family. I just thought... Agreed. Love to see. Uh-huh. How many of y'all love Ralph Angel and Darla together? Yeah. Hey, it's How a many lot. It's, people it's, don't it's, love Ralph Angel and Darla together? <laughs> hey, it's a it's a lot of terrible decision makers. It's wait, a wait, lot wait, of terrible wait, decision wait, makers wait, in the wait, crowd. Wait, 
Wait, wait a minute, Miss Panama. People, I was several people clapping at that. I thought that was just gonna be Corey. No. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm not the only smart person in the room right now. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole couple right here that don't like them together, and my wife back there in the cut don't like don't like them together. Hi. I didn't. I did not expect that. She usually love black love, but you know, okay. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of bad decision makers in here, boy. I tell you. That was my. That was my best. What, what, what was your best, Corey? What, what was your best? My best. Um, let me. You, you ain't even got that. You ain't even got Scratch my head. You better not my name. You already know who my best was. You know he is. The one, the only, my main man, Jimmy Dale. You are trifling. The best part of the whole season. My favorite character. He needs his own show at this point. <laughs> so a, a woman beater is your favorite character. Jimmy Dale's backstory to Queen Sugar. Like, it, he, he was hilarious. He was funny. He's charismatic. He yeah, was a woman beater. Wait, 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 wait. David Allen Greer as, as, as Jimmy Dale. I didn't see him hit anybody. First off, uh, allegedly, allegedly. I didn't see any hands laid on anyone. Actually, I This is what him, usually set us on a crash course to restraint. edit town. There was a town. couple times where he could have went off and hit somebody, but he, he practiced restraint. My man Jimmy Dale, he was cutting up. <laughs> And he gave us like the best moment, like at the end when he cut, like, when he cussed out on Vi, and he said, you "Look, like that? That, hell yeah, I like that. Look, when you lose a fight, you got to leave with a bang. You got to cuss somebody out on the way out. You gotta be like, look, I should never marry your funky ass anyway. That's what I love. I love that type I wish of he was activity. Trolling. I was, I was serious, Hey, though. Jimmy Dale. Hey, he need his own show. That's my favorite so part. Jimmy, Jimmy Dale is your talk. best. That's that's your best. Easy. Yeah. That's that's your best. Hands down. Wait, that's just what you his got. presence as a whole. Just his, your... just his presence. That's that's my best moment. The fact that he Bye. was in the show. Goodbye. <laughs> that was actually right. a pretty tame version of what we hear. Uh, okay. uh, we gonna leave it there because I think that was that was. And cut. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for me, my best moment, I'm going to just go with Aunt Vi. Well, aside from uh, hashtag Team Rolla, I agree. I'm I'm with that. Um, But Aunt Vi, we saw a lot of her kind of getting her own this season. So we started out the season with her opening uh, Vi's Prize Pies and Diner, uh, BPPND, as Jabri so (laughs) appropriately called it. And then we see her go through kind of like an evolution throughout the season. And it ends with Aunt Vi really coming out on top. She left Jimmy Dale in the past. She got her shop. She got her man. Um, so yeah, go on by. That's that, that's my uh, success story. I can uh, with that. Of, of the of the season. Cool. All right. So my best moment, uh, my main man Prosper. Yeah. Asking out Lady Genevieve. Another one. Okay. Okay. I mean, he was like, "Man, I'm grilling some steaks." (laughs) Lady Genevieve is like, "Say less." Say Say less, bro. I'm pulling up. And I guess they had a good time because they were seen together several other times in the season. Like later on, they were still together, you know, kicking it. So that was my moment. My best moment was Prosper getting with Lady Genevieve. That was okay. I agree. All right, I'm gonna pick a slightly controversial moment in the show. Does not involve Jimmy Dale because no yeah, because no person with sense would have Jimmy Dale as their best <laughs> part hey, of the show. I love that guy. Lord <laughs> Jesus. 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 So I'm gonna give a shout out to to Micah Kilmarger Jr. Okay. Who <laughs> who eschewed Harvard University? Yes, eschewed. Or I guess Harvard College for the undergrads to attend the HBCU Xavier University in New Orleans, mm. who took his destiny in his own hands and decided to be a photographer in New Orleans <laughs> as opposed to one in Boston. Um, 
y'all keep limiting his well, aspirations to no, being a photographer. No, 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 no. How That's what he, he said. I'm not limiting him. He's not going to end up as a photographer. My man's going to end up as a lawyer somewhere else because he's going to chase Perhaps. dollars at some point He's once he realized that photographer life. Listen, that photographer life only paid once you did. No, He's rich. Uh, well, that's not true. Well, so there you go. So my man's gonna be a photographer for life. All okay. Right, the point. Right. My point was, he decided to attend HBCU as a as an alumni, alumnus, alumnus. As somebody who graduated from HBCU, <laughs> you'd think I would know what that proper term is by this point, but I do not. Mm. As somebody who graduated, that's from what they HBCU, teach HBCUs. I was glad to see them. I was glad to see. HBCUs get some love on Queen Sugar. <laughs> um, plus, he get to stay with Kiki, who should have broke up with him several times. Well, she did. Uh, she did, but she got back at uh, at Tulane. And Micah's fashion game was on point. My man Definitely was my man was, was 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 rocking the the finest of threads. And he had them thick chains too. The chains was <laughs> two, two, yeah. two chains, Michael. All season. I really the the one segment I wish we would have done on this show that we did not do was would have been Corey. Pointing out what Micah was wearing yeah, each episode because I, I feel yeah. like there was, there was that's a missed opportunity from yeah. Micah's fashion corner. Next season, I'm on it. Right, yeah, Blue's corner and then Micah's fashion corner yes. should have been right next I to agree. each other. Okay, yeah, we on that. it. Because I was always wondering what Micah wore so I could find out what I can't afford in life. Okay. That is, <laughs> listen, what at one episode he was wearing the the, the sweatshirt that J Cole had on oh, when yeah, he performed yeah. somewhere. And, and I thought it was just some, you know, something he probably got at Walmart. And Corey was like, no, nah, that's like an $800 sweatshirt. I just want to know the pro- process of finding this. Like, how do you know? I mean, you know, I just be in the know. When yeah, you know, okay. you know, you know. All right. Oh, all right. All right. Pusha T did teach us that when you know, you know. When you know, you know. You know I just know. All right. But yeah, I, I, I enjoyed. I, that, was a, that was a moment, even though it was a point of, of argument on our show. When Micah decided to to pass on, that's what we were arguing about we, that for that long time. That, so yeah. we argued about that. This, so we argued about that when Jabri was in the room, and yeah. then the second argument we had when Jabri wasn't there was also about that too. It's, that's yeah. what started it, and then yeah. it turned into a whole thing that I had to cut out. And yeah, <laughs> it was. It takes like it takes like four and a half hours to edit one of yeah. these episodes, listening to it over and over again, cutting out Corey. Um, <laughs> You know, trying to cut out a sentence just so you make sure that Corey don't tank the whole ship. Uh, but yeah, so that I'm, I'm gonna go with Micah and is this live live the HBCU? Live, live, honey. Yes. It is live. It's live. Well, Why? well, I'm not gonna cut any of this. I'll put it that way. So can, Unless you so say can something you, crazy. So can you not? Can you no, not? I'm just gonna. You know, I'm, okay. just, I'm just asking questions. Continue. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> if we offend the people in the room, we can't take it back. <laughs> So, so everyone talked about their best moments. What about the worst moments in the show? Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's hard for me to choose. It was so... Mm, I would say the worst moment for me was definitely Darla um, backsliding into her um, alcohol addiction. That was my favorite moment. You are behind so, Jimmy Dale. You've got to go. <laughs> like, I, I specifically asked to make sure that none of us use the N-word. This N-word, Ooh. though. Out here, talk about this nonsense. I'm sorry, I'm bad. I, I, I'll get to it when, I go, when it's my turn. Like, why? She, you know, I think we were, all, we were all rooting for Darla. We all felt Darla's pain. We all felt, we you know, empathetic for her when... when she was at work and the people were finding out about, you know, her personal business through the story. We we were empathetic for her when she was sitting at that dinner table with Jordan who was trash. Awful. Awful. awful and we kind of knew it was coming, but we just didn't want to see her take that turn. And it was just really bad. Like, she sat down and she, she asked for a drink. 
Then she got, she took a shot. She took another shot. She took another shot. Another shot. We're just like, Darla, no. Darla, no. First off, I'm pretty sure she got fired. So I don't know where <laughs> yeah. she got the money to take all them shots. Yeah. But we ain't see her go back to work. Spending that unemployment. Well, she check. went back to work and then they, they they put the little book on her. Uh... Not after she relapsed though. Oh, that was no, that we was don't before. Know she went back. Oh. Yeah, I think that was by far the worst moment on the show for me. I think that whole the whole succession of that, the whole lead up to the relapse, even her finding out about. Uh, how blue was conceived yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and just her whole and the finding way, out about Disha the way things were just unraveling yeah. for her generally the, the her shady ass co-workers um, what did they, they do this thing? they were talking about her behind Wait, her back y'all remember, that? Y'all remember that scene where her co-workers her put co-workers the book, left the book on, they put the book on chapter, to A Star on Is Born I ain't never wanted to punch Nova so bad I, in my life. First of all, in HR. What? No, I'm pretty nonviolent. Fired. You don't get to make me uncomfortable in my what, workplace. Corey, what, Corey? What? What? I, I don't have anything to say. I'm sorry. Okay. Nothing. That's no terrible. comment. Zero That's comment terrible. from me. Uh, <laughs> Janae. Um, yeah, aside from Darla, which I, you've been taking all my good answers. That's why I have a list, though. Um, so I think the efforts to intimidate Charlie when she was running for uh, city council were pretty bad, too. We saw a lot of you know really shady things going on so you know the wait a minute what did they do um the vandalization of vice prize pies the ice raids um uh, them the trying brick to in pin, the window yeah the right throwing the brick through her campaign office burning down the mill um burning down the mill that was that was really bad you're taking a lot of things i'm sorry okay i'm, <laughs> I'm gonna leave it there <laughs> but the, those, those efforts in in tandem i think were really awful and i think we saw um, what the board alone are really up against in St. Joe's and all, and how the powers that be were really coming together to really try to bring this family I down. forgot yeah, a moment. Absolutely. I'm going to let y'all yeah, have it, though. Nope. I forgot something. Go ahead. Go ahead. Was it about Darla? No. Oh, okay. So, like, so, like, you know, your worst thing was about Darla backsliding. I want to mention, like, how trash Darla's mom is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, She's mad trash. Why didn't Darla's mom realize that, like, this was her friend from, like, her bad times? She doesn't like, why care. Would, why would you push that bad time friend back on your daughter? Like, because she's worried about the wrong thing. Yeah, <laughs> she's worried. She's so, too worried about decorum. She's too worried about optics. You know, and, she's a Jack and you know, Jill mom. Polite, and you know, oh, you have to talk to this person. Uh, that's no shot to Jack and Jill mom. To not speak to her if she comes into town. F that. She if Darla don't want to see her, yeah. she don't want to see her. Yeah, but and she, and she, she couldn't take that hand. Yeah. I can see trying to get your daughter back with your with the friend that was from the good times. Yeah. But from the bad anyway. I hate yeah, that. yeah. That was a that was a rough scene. That yeah. scene yeah. when she was like on the phone and then to see them together. Yeah. Where you can see this is like Darla recounting what is probably the worst moment of her own personal life. Right. Yeah. When she finds out like as she finds out what actually happened. And the friend speaks about it so joyously. Like it was like when they dragged you upstairs, girl. In the episode we recorded about that was the thing that stood out to me. Like for her it was just like another fun time, but for for Darla, it was literally the bottom. The worst time of her life. Yeah, that was. It's it's interesting how perspective works. Yeah, I mean, all they have to do was put her friend on the stand, tell that story exactly the way she told it. Right, because exactly. Right. She My described going to prison. She described the crime in depth. A whole crime, a whole, multiple a whole crimes. an entire yeah, crime. An they entire dragged crime. you upstairs. So many things. Yeah. yeah. All right. So my worst moment was actually uh, when uh, Vi told Hollywood she needed space. Oh yeah, you didn't like that at all. Because like Hollywood didn't deserve that. <laughs> he, just did, he just didn't deserve it. He was always there. He, he was always we love Hollywood on Bourbon and Bordelon. We do. Yeah, we're Hollywood stands. He was always mm-hmm. saying the right things, and he got put out the house essentially. Did he? I mean, he wasn't there. Yeah, he had to bounce. He, he, oh, he, yeah, had, to he, he had to go to his mama. He went to his mama. You're right. You know, he wasn't even on the couch. Yeah. 
Oh, well, so for me, you know, I mean, the rules said we only get one bad thing, but, you know, I don't follow rules. So, you know, I got a couple honorable mention bad things. Um, Which Jabri started the honorable mention. Right, he started, so I get to roll right. with it. Yeah, he did. Um, up first was, like, the, one of the worst moments by far of the season was um, – I'm by striptease. <laughs> I am gonna. I'm actually gonna co-sign this. I'm actually gonna co-sign this. About, I was in the, the TV like, like oh, hell no. Was when she like flashed a breast or something, I almost turned my TV off. Was that worse than the finger sign? That was bad. The 65 year old woman striptease is worse than the finger suck. Yes. Um, and the second honorable mention was it was like over a couple episodes like Micah's trash game. Like he was trying to shoot at Kiki and finish. You know what I'm saying? He was trying to round third base and head home. You know. But he just sucked at it. Like, Kiki was like, so, you know, what's up? Like, uh, you want to do this or what? Michael, like, what, what do you mean? What Do what? His game was terrible. So that was, like, my, my, my second honorable me. Like, his game is trash. Davis, get in Michael's life. Coach him up. But my absolute worst moment of the, uh, of the season is, you know, of course, <laughs> Darling and Ralph Angel. Like, You're a hater. That made me stop watching the show. Uh, I almost quit the uh, podcast over there. It was terrible. Um, like, you only allow one fuck up per relationship. You know what I'm saying? You can't one have what? two fuck ups together. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm, I'm totally against that. And <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? They, you can't have two fuck ups together. You're going to make bad decisions. Um, and, and, and Ralph Hanger had much better options, man. You know what I'm saying? You got better options. You got to pick them. Disha was a winner. She was a champ. And he over here, you know, following behind his little crackhead. Like, you know what I'm saying? Make, make better decisions in life, bro. So that was by far my worst Reform. moment. <laughs> crackhead. First no of all, thing. there she was permanent. no crack. There was no well, crack. No, 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 no. no, no. Listen, I don't know we what don't know what she, she was, was on. on. She was on something at some point. We do that. She was on that's, some substance. That's super fast. Look, bro. Make better Darla decisions in life. Yeah. You cannot confirm nor deny that crack was involved in Darla's past. I don't know. But anyway, Ralph Angel making terrible, <laughs> terrible life decisions. And all of y'all people in here that cheered for that earlier, y'all are making terrible life decisions. And that, <laughs> that was easily the worst moment of the season. You're such a hater. That's just sticking to the facts. Listen, I, Panama. I, I, I'm, I, I actually, if I had to pick a funny worst moment, it would be the Envoy strip tease. Thank you. It but it's mostly because of the lack of rhythm. Like, it just, you just, it, it, for one, it came out of nowhere. We didn't see that coming. And all of a sudden, it's like disco ball and like, it, the, and the finger suck was it. So when, you know, that was not in the <laughs> script. Right that clearly on. was not in the script. That was one, that was one of the fun comments we had because obviously that wasn't what was supposed to happen. But he took it too far, and she said, you always doing too much or taking it too far or something like that. Yeah, but for me, probably the worst moment, um, the worst moment coincided with some of the best acting that we saw on the show, which was that moment where um, Charlie's drunk out of her mind, Ooh, and she's at, I guess they're back at her house because it looked too nice to be Nova's house. Wow. And, wow. And, you know, she's drunk, Nova's, in, Nova's over there with her, and she's like, why did you do this? Yeah. And, like, that cry she let out, like, it was very emotional. I actually got choked up watching it. I remember when I watched it, I was like, wow, that was deep. Like, this was, that whole episode was very heavy. I don't remember what episode that was. I'm just going to throw a random number out there. Let's say nine. But like eight or nine-ish. It was, it was somewhere in there. But I remember when I watched that thinking, like, man, this is legit. This is, some, this is that episode where they decided we try to win some awards. Like, there's got to be one of those episodes every season. They'd be like, you know what, let's, let's go for it on this one. 
did. That, that was the episode they went for. Uh, they went for it. And, like, I just remember watching that and feeling so moved by how much Charlie genuinely was hurt by what Nova did. At the same time, I'm going to go ahead and just break the rules, too. The, the other worst part is they all folded on Nova. Nova was so trash. And everybody came around by the time the season ended. Now, I also predicted this. You did. But, good Lord, this, this woman literally took out her entire family. She didn't leave no stones, like, unturned. Took out everybody. And she, somehow, she left her own stones. When you say took out, what do you mean by that? I'm, I'm confused. Took out her own family? You know what I mean. Corey, let's not. She, what do you mean by that? Oh, right. So... It, Let's just go here for a second. Oh, Harper's still Corey. <laughs> Corey doesn't believe that any of this was negative. Corey believes no. that, if you listen to the podcast, you know that Corey believes that if any good comes out of it, then it's worth it. Absolutely. So if you bomb a whole town, but a flower grows, <laughs> then maybe it was worth it to bomb the town that's because flowers are really nice to some people. But that's, all, that's correct. Nah, right. So, I mean, listen, so... The first thing I believe is that the truth shall set you free. You know what I'm saying? So as long as if, if it's your truth, like ain't nothing to be ashamed about. But she was saying about it. You shouldn't. If you're saying about it, you shouldn't, you're saying about it, you shouldn't have did it. Why was Darla? Why was Darla in the book? Darla even her family. She put Darla's whole business out there. The, the beginning of that chapter is Darla days we found Angel, Darla in the corner with a man on top of her. All the, it was just, it was it too was like she signed Look, everybody up for a reality TV show. Darla out here having a hot girl summer doing her thing. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you're going to get in the book. That's not That's what I'm saying. She was, she was raped. What are you talking about? Hey, she, she took stop, some. Stop, <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Precious stop, Lord. Stop, 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 stop. Please deliver okay. this man right. from his ridiculous. <laughs> right. Are we cutting here? The right. shenanigans for which Corey. Hey man, Corey Dwayne Wilson. Hey, no, you put hey, no, put your middle no. name into it. You play no. stupid games, you win stupid prizes. She should have put herself in a bad position. Okay, that's okay. true. All right, and no, 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 that's done. No, that's done. We gotta move on. <laughs> Cuts. Cuts. Listen, hey, man, that's how it goes. Abort. No glass off. Listen. On to the next. <laughs> See, and so wait, so. No. This is what we have to deal with. Hey. <laughs> Stuff like that. Corey in his ridiculous, ri- ridiculous, Reasoning. ridiculousness. Yeah. That was not ridiculous. It's very ridiculous. And moving on. Yeah, we got to. So yes, I, I <laughs> like I said, one my my one of them was the the um the Charlie Nova scene because of how much it moved me. So it, it, it but it was like a positive, like it was a negative in terms of their real life or their life, but it was positive in terms of how much it impacted me, like how you know how they executed the scene. Um, Aunt Vibes need to stop. Yeah. She just, just, just got to <laughs> stop. Whatever, whatever she's doing. And the thing is, I love Aunt Vibes. Aunt Vibes is one of my favorite characters on the show, even though Jabri feels like she, do, she does too much. I always feel like Aunt Vibes, Aunt Vibes is like the, the, the center. I mean, like she's like the soul of the show to a degree. But she's the type who gives you advice when you don't ask, and then when you do ask, she say, y'all grown. But, but Aunt Vibes also had like the best lines of the entire season. Like her speeches. Yeah, she was dragging people this season. Look, when she's talking about like y'all always trying to bring things to light that need to stay in the corner. I don't know what she said, but I remember <laughs> watching. I remember like, yo, I need to put that in as a part of my lexicon. That needs to be something I say to somebody at some point in life. Like Aunt Vibes had a lot of those lines. Mm-hmm. She stood up to Jimmy Dale, who is not surprisingly one of Corey's favorite characters on the show. My main man, Jimmy like, Dale. You know, like, I, I, I genuinely like Aunt Vi as a character. I like what she brings to the table. Because she's the one who literally knows where all the bodies are buried. Even though she got played on the last episode. We thought that she, <laughs> we, we thought that she was winning the race. Turns out Sam Landry was actually winning the race. Sam Landry uh, yeah. was just checking to find out. Oh, weasel. 
Yeah, Sam Landry being the, uh, what would you call it? What is he? What do you mean? Like, what is Sam? Sam Landry is the, I don't the know. Big what Bad? He, huh? The Big Bad? Something like that? I don't know. Like, he's, what? whatever he, he owns, shadows, he, he the owns man behind so the curtain? much land in St. Joe. He's like, you Financier, know, like the, I don't know whatever what he, he is. And he oh, was yeah. playing, you know, we asking Anvaya about her, about his daughter, what he knows about his daughter, Ooh. only to find out hey, he's been hanging with his daughter the whole time. He sees his daughter every Tuesday. Shady. Always got a plan. My man. All right, so let's move Sam on. Landry. Okay, moving on. <laughs> let's move on to the to the Nova is things. Now, if you listen to the podcast, you will know that I called Nova trash every chance that I got from maybe episode one to maybe third thirteen, maybe the episode. Maybe episode ten. <laughs> I ended every episode by saying Nova is trash. And she's still trash. Nova's very trash. But she eh. uh, she's still trash. So what are some of the, like, Nova has certain characteristics, right? Nova's a narcissist, I think. Nova is, let's just, let's just start with the narcissist. She's a narcissist. So what are some of the most Nova-ist things that you guys can pull out from this season? I will say that Nova's apology tour was so on brand, lack, um, thereof. lack thereof of apologies. Um, you know, after she kind, of, she kind of one by one ruined everyone's lives, she then went around, um, you know, one by one and tried to, like, weasel her hey, way. If, if, if reality ruins your life, then, you, knew, you know, you got to get your life together. I'm just saying. All right. Anyway. This dude. It's, just, it's just a thought. Okay, thanks. <laughs> no. she, she went around and, like, weaseled her way. And, like, she, she's very much, she's manipulative. She made every situation kind of about her. She made it about her and her, I guess... Not vindication, She's but... She's very self-righteous. Yes. So, for example, um, when, when, Charlie, um, when, when Charlie needed her help, she kind of took that as a, her opportunity to kind of jump in and, and, and give her apology there. When, Ralph Angel, she went to his house and she took 45 minutes to an hour in the episode to actually apologize. So who knows how long that took in actual real time. Um, Aunt Vi, did she... Wait a minute. Did she ever apologize to Darla? She didn't she apologize nah, to Darla. Well, Darla she, did. she didn't get an opportunity to apologize to Darla. Like, Darla never allowed her. What's she apologizing for? I got confused. I'm bad. I mean, I'm going to miss something. What are you talking okay, about? Okay, hold on. Time out. Does anybody who actually watches the show feel that Nova was in any way, shape, or form in the right? I want the no. record to Look, show that there are zero. Listen, listen, listen. Even your homie Corey over here Corey is I. over here like, <laughs> like, eh, not right. Like, Nova, Nova's garbage. Yeah. Trash. In a dumpster fire. And Corey is in there with her. It's, she was sharing people's stories that weren't her stories. Weren't so she, her stories to share. She didn't apologize right? to Darla. She she took Aunt Vi's you know situation and made it you know kind of like oh well if you wanna if you wanna know where Jimmy Dale lives then you gotta talk to me. It's like why does everything have to be on your terms? Like it was just so manipulative the way that she went about her fake me out apology tour. And it even took her a minute to get to the point where she was actually dishing out apologies. Exactly. Because when she Real apologies. she came back to St. Joe's, she wasn't particularly conciliatory. No. She was just That's essentially telling everybody that they owed her a conversation. Exactly. But and sis, no, baby. We, we actually owe you nothing, so right. I'm going to need you to, to relax. But, but Nova brought us Cree Summer. She yeah, that was good. She brought that us, good, she brought us, what yeah. was Professor or whatever? Octavia, uh, Octavia Laurent. Octavia Laurent. Yeah, that was and, good. And um, I just want to give a quick hand clap to Cree Summer. Brooks. Can we, can we give a, a, I was very happy to see her on the show. That made me happy. Uh, from, when did, when did Different World start? Well, she started like the second season. I don't know. I do. So we're talking like the early 90s to 2019. 
her career is like Rick Ross. She just, she, she or, t- or no, no, you know, not Rick Ross. Rick Ross has been around for a long time. I'm gonna take it even further. She been around as long as Raphael Sadiq, oh. who has been around, who just released the album, but been around since the late '80s. But we still Free singing still right Raphael Sadiq, same thing, classics. Already, I, I appreciate Nova for bringing Cree uh, Summer back so, into our life. So, what was your Nova's moment? Oh, dude, I hate Nova. So, um, she's trash. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a writer. Like my, my checks say writer on them, and I am also somebody who has put their family on blast in a way that caused immense damage and um, significant strain to the point where it is still not 100% uh, corrected, even though we're in a much better place than we were when I did that. The fact that she was able to knock out this whole thing, get everybody back on the same page over the course of this season. I mean, I know they had to do it for the, for the purpose of the show, but I can't believe she literally took everybody's personal story made it her own, put it out there on blast for the world to see and didn't bring it up to anybody. Like everybody found it at the same time that she decided, she asked for forgiveness, not permission, in a way that you just can't do. Like, why not? Even, even if, well, hold, so, and here's why. If here's she why. asks for permission, even, everybody gonna say no, then the book So then don't do it. But, but, there's, a, but, there's, a, but there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. Because think about this, even if, even if at the point that she's gone back to everybody and got, She's back on good terms. Uh-huh. The rest of the world, mind you, has this narrative that she's put in a book. Yeah. They don't get the individual one-on-one conversations about, okay, they're, the way that Charlie got over it or Aunt Vi got over it, they, these folks got over it because of trauma that she joined into that they had to get over together as a unit. Meanwhile, in the book, everybody else reading the book knows that Charlie's a man, like, is out here supporting people who commit crimes against women. Did that happen in real life? I Darla, mean, that, that I mean Darla's always going to be like I. We never got. So that's one thing I will say. I really wish they would just write the damn book and then like send it to yeah, us so we can have a copy of this book because that book. I, I, I need that blessings of blood. I want the blessing I, I need, of blood. I need. I need a copy of that. Like that joint is going to be an instant bestseller. So New York Times bestseller. If, if Darla was out here pee popping on the handstand. <laughs> And Nova wrote about that in her book. Like, where's the problem, man? I'm confused. Because it wasn't her story to tell. Wait, no, she, no, she, no, 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 She's a writer. She's a writer. Wait, wait, wait. She's a writer. Well, she she so writes about listen. things she observes. I actually no, that's how that works. What do you mean? You're making a case it's, like no, no, no. Like, it's not. She's a writer. Not not saying, no. You're <laughs> stating a fact. <laughs> you're stating a fact. It is a fact. But no, no, no. What Nova did was turn what those people did into narratives and stories, and and she created a plot around it and what that means about society and all this other stuff. You don't get to determine what her pee popping on a handstand. Be, we don't even know if she was good. But even beyond Maybe the narrative, it. it just wasn't her story to tell. Yeah. It just so, wasn't. So, so writers can only tell their stories. That's but how the they work. But the no. Oh, what, what, what the hell are they going to wait? I mean, wait what writer you know or, only writes about themselves? Or, or, or get consent? Where? Is consent, consent? Is that no, a thing? No, no, no. And it oh, wasn't okay. a book of I don't have to get your permission to write a story about you. And in turn, I don't have to get your permission. So the circle that we continue to make is, I will grant you that point, but then also don't be upset. When I don't talk to you no more. Right, because that's that's the real problem. <laughs> like we're not gonna be. Nova friends. didn't Wait. quite understand why everybody hated her. She was like, she was like, I don't get it. What she what said to her, like it's like the, the last episode. She's like, I'm understanding more and more how many mistakes <laughs> I made. It took you uh, 13 duh. damn episodes to figure that out. Like that's the main problem, really, Corey. I, she didn't want to say. Nova need to watch Queen I'm, Sugar. I'm starting to understand more and more that you don't like your real life, and I should have never put your real life out there. <laughs> that you're not comfortable with who you really are, and I should have put out a, a fairy tale about you. My bad. My, 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 my bad for putting out your real life. My bottom line, Corey. Why would you put out 
thing. Huh? Here's the thing. Though. Writer, it's what I do. The okay, book. and That's fine. And, and you do that, and I don't have to talk to you ever again in life. Period. Point they blank. And you, you don't have anything to say about that. She so hold up. So if, go, if, if somebody write writes a piece about Martin Luther King right now, they they got ask his permission, or okay, they just He's write dead, their opinion. Corey. All right, then. So they get to write about whoever they want, and they and well, offer their opinion fair, on whatever it is. Right? There are books that have been written about Dr. King that are about. His infidelities and all these that were right. pretty much were were not well received because it's like why are you deciding at this point to bring forth to bring this man's like failures? But we're not even sorry. talking about like just a book of facts though. Like yeah. like Nova reached conclusions about people. Yeah. Like that. She was saying right. She said she said that Vi was a weak person. She said her daddy murdered some people and put them in the ground. Lies. That was an observation based on what she knew about Charlie. That Charlie didn't support women, etc. That's right. These are opinions. No. Exactly. These were conclusions that she reached to where her version of facts. Look, when I write, I get to write my opinion. I write from my perspective and my opinion. Listen. No. Right. I ain't say this was facts. This is my opinion. Whenever, whatever, whatever I write on the paper is my opinion. Corey, I will grant you all of that, but again. At the end of the day, then don't be upset when I won't speak with you. Right. Hey, you gotta talk the to outcome, okay, cool. the outcomes are the concern. She struggled. She struggled hey, with if the, the truth. If the truth hurts your feelings, you ain't gotta talk to me. Then that's fine. Okay. This Next is not every conversation. But, but that's not what Nova wanted, this. though. Nova was upset that people weren't talking to her. That's the problem. That's it, the problem. Okay. Does anybody actually anybody watch? Does anybody feel that Nova was in the right? Does any we? I asked this. Nobody. Nobody feels Nova was in the right except this fool. This is the only person in America that feels like in what she America. did. Nah, hey, his his peanut gallery on Twitter. Agree. Hey, in South America too. Like you're the only person. <laughs> hey, the truth ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? If I if I'm gonna be the only one to stand on the truth, then I'm comfortable with that. That's fine with me. That don't, that don't bother me at all. You know what I'm saying? Crazy, you little. That's The truth ain't for everybody. Anybody right, else? Anybody so, else have a Nova? Hey, so, Janae. <laughs> Janae. Right, let's continue. <laughs> What's your Nova is moment? Oh man! All right. Who? Okay. So um, I thought the whole Nova Dr. Octavia saga was really um, oh, yeah that was that was interesting to me. I think um, we already said that Cree Summer did a really great job playing Dr. Octavia. Um, I think that their interaction kind of explained to me or showed me a lot of the reason why Nova is the way that she is and why she behaves the way she behaves. I think Dr. Octavia and her kind of meeting back up with her. Um, was kind of a turning point for her where I think she started to see that maybe she was headed down a path with this book that she wasn't really, like, that she wasn't really about that life. Dr. Octavia was really an advocate for her just kind of throwing her family under the bus. You don't need them. Your success is more important. And Nova is still of the mind that like, well, my family's everything to me. She still hasn't quite let go of the critical acclaim of her book, but she still does love her family. Um, and then you have this miserable old Cree Summer who's still trying to hold on to the past. Um, all she has is her success and, you know, her name and, 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 you know, people recognizing her and, you know, to the point where she leeches on to Nova, joins her for the book tour, is, you know, in tandem, like, stealing opportunities from Nova on, on her book tour, on their trip. Um, it, was, it was a mess. And I think Nova really saw kind of like a mirror of how she could end up, I think, Trash like, you know, feather. you have all of this, this success, people <laughs> recognize true. you, people know you, but you have no family, you have nobody sh to share it with, people don't, you know, people, people know you on the exterior, but there's nobody that you have any real substantive or meaningful relationships with, um, and I don't think that's what Nova was looking for, but 
Yeah, Dr. Octavia ended up being trash too. I love Cree Summer, hey Dr. Octavia, um, but also love the way that she kind of uh, dragged Nova. Also, love the yes. way that she dragged Nova love to, see to yes. her face. That was great. <laughs> that was awesome. Jabri. Yeah, um, so my Novaist moment, um, we already touched on like Nova's apology tour or lack thereof. I think there was one particular moment from the apology tour that epitomizes Nova's trashiness. <laughs> trashiness. Trashiness. Like Trashivity. Yeah. Yeah. I and uh, it was when she pulled up to Ralph Angels mm -hmm. and she said, I heard you giving out second chances. <laughs> <laughs> like they were in any I way on no type of terms. <laughs> and the second chance mm -hmm. shop had just got shut down. She didn't even know that. Like it was like it was extra um called an icebreaker. Yeah, the but second chance shop was, was it effective? The, I mean, I mean right, did, did she what? succeed? Did, you, did you get the girl? Right. <laughs> what, what was the second chance shop? <laughs> did you get the guy? Did you get the house? What, what was the second job? chance shop that they got shut down? Uh, Ralph Angel's uh, uh, so furlough program. Oh, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all don't know. Named after Ernest Borderline. R.I.P. He just killed the club. Yeah, and then when Ralph Angel tried to explain why it wasn't cool for her to just roll up and how like Darla had relapsed and all these problems it caused for Blue and for Darla, she just turned around, got in the car, and drove away. She didn't, you know, she didn't like go deeper into an apology. Oh, I didn't expect that to happen. Oh, I'm sorry. Nah, she just got in the car and left. And like that's what Nova does. Like Nova, if it wasn't gonna be easy, then she wasn't gonna deal with it. She showed up, gave her a little uh, icebreaker, as Corey put it. <laughs> and when that didn't work, she got back in the car and left. Cause, Cause that's how Nova trash. does. She doesn't. She doesn't commit. She wouldn't commit to really apologizing, to really humbling herself and saying, "Listen, I'll take what you have to give me as long as you give me another chance." Nah, she just got back in the car and left. So that was really peak Nova. Mm -hmm. I agree. Oh, dear Corey. Are we all? My Nova's moment was all the positive things that Nova <laughs> did throughout the season. Um, I can't recall them right now, but <laughs> I'm sure say. they were there. But nah, nah, for real, like, I don't think Nova's a bad person. I'm the only, I'm in the minority on this one. Like, I don't think she's a bad person. I thought she Birds wrote the book feather. with good intentions. Um, you know, she was trying to, like, share with, you know, the, the country, you know, her family's story. And the only way to do that is to tell people's story. So, you know, People didn't accept it well because they don't like their truth, but that's not her fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, get your life together, you know, and, and be comfortable with who you are and the things that you do. If you're ashamed of it, you shouldn't do it. More to the camera right here, on camera one. If you're ashamed camera of it, one. you shouldn't do it's it. Only one yeah. So, nah. Um, I think you know I don't have a Nova this moment, but all her moments were were, were good moments. You know, I, I like what she was doing. I'm here for Nova. Can I? I actually need to throw one last. Oh, I need to backpedal. One last worst in here. That damn beach ball that blue guy. Uh, <laughs> I actually forgot. Like, I actually, that's probably. A beach ball. Listen, this is once I was with Corey 100%. Like, he opened that thing and it was a beach ball with pop with Papa's breath. Papa's breath. That was the draw. It's, it's Papa's breath is in it. Papa's Oh now. my, come on. Yeah. You talk about forcing the issue. That damn beach ball. That's one moment I was legitimately with Corey on this one. I saw that was like, wow. Worst we're really, ever. we're really gonna make this beach ball thing happen, Worst huh? This is, this ever. is what they, I want, like I. To be honest, I felt like that too. But then at the end, I felt no, bad when it said it had Papa's breath in it. We don't even know that for <laughs> sure. Yeah, Talk about you can't He's confirm or deny. He might have blew that up with an air pump. <laughs> That's like, also fair. Don't it may not know. be his breath in there. <laughs> All I know is there was a whole ass beach ball that didn't lose no air sitting in the cabinet for years. 
Because as yeah, Jabri pointed out, like Ernest Borlone died in episode one. Like it was one oh one. Like that was that was a long time ago. It was yeah. not episode one. It, uh, no, he died in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, it was the first episode. Yeah, he, I don't think he did. I, I think he lived longer than that. If it I wasn't, it was like the first the wasn't, first scene in episode two. two. Yeah, he didn't make it long. Everybody showed up in the first. <laughs> he, did, he didn't make it long. Look, he didn't make it through the end of the first episode. I'm willing to put money on that. He didn't make it through the end of the first episode. I remember Charlie showing up and she got there late. Yeah. Yeah, like it was one of the moments, you know, mm-hmm. where we was like, oh, I wonder where, wonder where she can take this. Yeah. Okay. And here we are for almost five seasons later. Okay. So, all right. So, all right. So, that was our, our good, bad, and no vest on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. Oh, Bourbon and Bourbon Loans on the Black Tastic Podcast <laughs> Right. Yeah, we we would have cut that and then did it over because I do that all the time. So, just <laughs> pretend that I didn't say it that way. Right. So, we have one thing we do on the show is we come with a lot of predictions. We have a lot of. Um, we guess a lot on what's going to happen for the next episode. We give out ceremonial shots of bourbon, which is going to come around, which we're going we're gonna to do here as well. Um, anybody in here that doesn't drink shots of bourbon, make sure you let me know, because I'm going to have to go order that. Um, you drink a shot of vodka, that's fine. Ew. You don't believe in that. <laughs> this is bourbon and bourbon loans, okay? I mean, it's definitely a brown liquor family over here. But oh, yeah, in sure. the event that that's not your ministry, sure. that's okay and I understand. Um, but Jabri's gonna, Jabri has broken down a lot of the things that we predicted, and he's got all the stats for the show and all that good stuff. So, Jabri, what you got? Yeah, I crunched the numbers. Oh, okay. Number crunching. Okay. Worked out these stats. So, like, every episode we do a segment called Advictions, where we give advice and we give predictions. Uh, we gave some advice uh, that came true, a couple of things, like... Um, uh, when she did call Hollywood at our, you know, we, we gave that advice and a couple other things. Uh, but mainly what I tracked down was the predictions and uh, what came true uh, based on what we said on the show. I'm going to give you a few here. It's about 10 or so. That, um, the, so this is going back to episode uh, one of the season. So, like, as it goes along, you know, try to kind of picture where this must have been, right? So <laughs> we predicted that the book would come out, that... Uh, there will be a lot of juicy business in the book. Uh, that Hollywood was going to eventually put hands on Jimmy Dale. Yep. <laughs> that, that, that. All right, that's my prediction right there. <laughs> <laughs> right, you guys will uh, recognize some of your predictions. Uh, Charlie was going to run for city council. Oh, I said that. Nova was going to lie on her book tour. Did she? Wow. Things were going to go awry with Professor Octavia on this tour. Yeah, they did. There would eventually be dissension between Vi and Hollywood because of the book. Oh, wow. Was it because of the book? Well, yeah. Well, the dredging up of Jimmy Dale. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Darla uh, was going to need Ralph Angel in a way that was going to hurt Disha. Mm, okay. Mm. Yeah. Nova was going to go searching for Cousin Auntie. <laughs> Darla was... Oh, that was mine. That was mine. <laughs> I think Jabri named her Cousin Auntie cousin, Sister or something. Cousin Auntie, it was like, cousin, auntie Sister Martha. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah, some name combination was Martha. of black Martha. Martha. Yeah. together. crazy yeah. Uh, we unfortunately predicted that, that Darla would relapse. Damn. That was me. I that, I'm pretty sure I thought Darla was going to take that L. I don't care. Too, I, as well. Why are you uh, celebrating? That, that actually wasn't you. It wasn't me? No, no, no. That was kind of mine. damn it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we knew that, uh, that, that Ralph Angel's program was in trouble because the yeah. review board was shady. Because uh, yeah, Ralph Angel was running it. 
Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, wait, what's that mean? What's that it mean? It wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault that the program Ain't went now under. one of y'all think that Ralph Angel is the but one to lead us not, into the revolution. But it was not <laughs> user error. It wasn't his fault. That. No, that was a good program. I, no, listen. It was, <laughs> that, was that, that program was literally a Kinko's joint that he had plastered. No, man. Free, free Benny. Free Benny. He was making meaningful things. Right, right. True story. I was going to get some Free Benny t-shirts made, but it's just Awesome, but yeah, no, free Benny. <laughs> well, I think he's actually free. He's absolutely free. I like the tagline. We don't care. Uh, we noticed that Ralph Angel still wanted Darla. Of course, he did. Uh, we knew that, and that Disha was going to bow out gracefully. And we sure knew did. that, which she did. Sure Disha did. definitely bowed She's out a gracefully. Lady. She was very classy. Yeah, she is. Uh, that Darla well, would relapse, but Team Rala. Very unrealistic in life how she bowed out. Yeah. No, nothing flew across the room. There are plenty of I don't even know this was in debate. Yeah. Listen, she perfectly speeched that that whole everything you said was beautiful. Everyone wants to hear that. I wish it was me. me. We will find a way to make sure that our kids can have play dates together and uh, Okay, you know that wouldn't happen. It was perfect. No, we're not I can't stop playing. Don't leave my house. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no dude in this room ever experienced that level of level headedness. Hell no. So they're not level headed. No, I didn't. First off, though, I did not say that. Speak on it. Speak on it, Panama. What I'm saying is that that scene was definitely written for what could be, (laughs) not what would be. He's trying to backpack. She she didn't say get out, get out, Joe Jackson, get out. You was a liar and cheat. And I don't want you. I don't want you. I don't want you no more. more. She She didn't say nothing. She literally was the. He sat there after he was done talking. But he wait, didn't wait, get wait, 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 So we're going to sit up here and act like there are no women. Like, who's, First who said off, that I want to use say, the energy? I feel like Corey right now. I didn't say nothing you saying. Thank you. Oh, See, I didn't be making up stuff. I said was that particular scene very unrealistic in its execution and form. No, see, but what I will say is that why that's part of why I like Queen Sugar. Because wonderful it subverts expectations. It's like you expected her to be way more upset than she was, but it's like we did, she, I didn't. Though. She represented. You see, it was a prediction. We didn't. I mean, right? She exactly. Rep- I'm talking to Panama. He expected. Ooh. He expected Ooh. her to be Listen, more upset than she was. I love this. So, I expected well, it based on the like, fact it's like Jimmy that Dale territory right here. Has taught me certain things, elicit certain reactions. I'm not saying. I'm not saying life is all <laughs> basketball wives. Now, y'all or were enlightened. Drinks. Panama wives. obviously had, what had expectations. Saying, what I'm, I'm saying is that. Because I wasn't being spoken to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> the some of this. What I. What I'm saying is that my experiences have shown me that those situations don't usually end so peacefully. No. What are you talking about? Oh, we got it. We got it. What I'm saying is that most of those situations end so peacefully. But I was saying that, that, that's why I like Queen Sugar though, because I thought that was realistic enough to me, and it was cool the way she handled it. She was real cool. Anyway, well, so we were talking about uh, Darla and relapsing. We also predicted that she would start to bounce back at least. We predicted that Michael would not go to Harvard. Um, we predicted that uh, Charlie was going to win the election. Dang, so none of these are mine. Those are what. Because <laughs> I thought she was going to lose. I need to get with the writers. They not following what should happen. Yours was that Hollywood was going to put hands on Jimmy Dale. Yeah, I, we had. We should have more of mine. But that's pretty much the only one. That's the only one. Mine was that Nova was going to find Auntie's sister, Mar- uh, cousin Martha. Uh, was that you? Yes. Yes, it was. 
right. So oh, you have a real spreadsheet. Yeah. yeah, no, no, that's a real. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a real. All of the Excel. I told figures. you that there was crunchage. <laughs> whoa! And that's whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm sorry. I, that man listens to all the ends of every episode. That this we've is the Excel. Done. This is the Excel spreadsheet. Okay. I made a whole pivot table. Classic crunching. Uh, <laughs> is that a pivot table? Though? Do you have one? Table. Right, nah. hmm? <laughs> Listen, if you had a pivot table, I would buy that. Oh. <laughs> All right. So what, what, what's the verdict? So uh, after we added it all up, the person with the most correct predictions yeah. <laughs> was Panama Jackson. Oh, okay. Panama right. Dontavious right. Jackson. All right. <laughs> Not of the Gary Indiana Jacksons, <laughs> but of the Freddie Jacksons. Is your middle wow. name Dontavious? Hey, my middle name is Dontavious. He had that crystal Panama ball. Panama Dontavious Jackson. I, I gave myself a whole middle name. You. No, I really gave hey, myself a whole middle name. Uh, my entire alias has a whole middle name. Dontavious. Dontavious. <laughs> that's, that's true. This is true facts. It ain't no way I didn't win. We probably like, could have worked in some type of uh, some bullshit. <laughs> some type of title for it. Like, uh, you know, because, you know, Nova's belief system probably involves crystal balls and, and things <laughs> of that nature. I'm saying we probably could have worked in some type of name or title. But I will I do believe. So I do believe that the children are our future. Really? And if we you gotta accept this speech, lead the way. You got a award. If we show them all the beauty they possess inside, perhaps we even give them a sense of <laughs> <A> pride <laughs> to make it easier. Well, how do y'all know Panama's speech? <laughs> so that was beautiful, Panama. I, I, that was beautiful. Listen, that was wonderful. He gets it. He gets it. He gets it. Because that boy is good. I put a lot of time and hey. effort into into what I bring to the table. I my, definitely got cheated. My prediction, my predictionating. I'm counting. I'm counting the ballots next year. I do that. Okay. I do right. this. That and this. This or that. Right. I do this. Like don't this and like have... that and like this and a. Okay. I don't know. Right. <laughs> Snoop said. Don't we have some awards? We have more awards to give out. We have more awards to give out. We have some awards to give out. One more quick award. Uh, we were so what we did at the end of every episode is that we gave our individual shots of bourbon. Like we nominated uh, a character for a shot for the MVP of the episode. And what I did was I went back and listened and crunched those numbers as well oh, to wow. see. Oh boy, crunch some numbers. <laughs> hey man, high five. There we go. Come on, high Come five. On. Who was like who was most often correct with who we picked at the end? And okay. oh, it's gotta be me. Well, actually, this one was me. Oh, hello. Um, I, I didn't know oh, when I set yeah. out to crunch these numbers, but when I crunched right. them, I was pleasantly surprised. Right, right. That, right. Um, you know, a couple of times we even started out, a, a few of you started out with different, with, with different shots. But yeah. after you heard me, you couldn't deny me. <laughs> oh. So, uh, First, uh, he was cheating because he was giving, like, honorary <laughs> shots. You did that one time. You did that one time. No, but it was like going to bring that up every time. It was like that one time. There was one time, this was early on, where Jabri decided he didn't get all of his points of note off of his notes. <laughs> right. So he decided to bring them all together <laughs> when it was time to get the ceremony. He was like, we got one, but I have like 10 other people that right. I want to mention from this episode. I got to fight back. Y'all talk a lot. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. It has to I got, eight I got, of it all. I got to get it in where I can. That's too long. I don't talk that much at all. Hey. Whoa. Don't. You just get cut the most. Okay. Same, same <laughs> difference. Not. Um, can I ask a question, Jabri? Yeah. Who got the most shots of bourbon? Did you did you crunch those numbers? So that takes us right into what we're going to do for the last award, which wait, is. Don't we, wait, wait, we have what? one more. What, was it Tevin the Kim? Tevin Campbell. Right. Oh, oh, we forgot I the, the, the wait. Boogie's cousin Junior. Boogie's cousin, 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 cousin Junior who can sing. Yeah, that's who. So we forgot to present. That's that's on me. The Tevin Campbell, 
award okay. for the best cameo slash guest star of the season. <laughs> Drum roll. Which really only comes down to two, two potentials. One of which is Tevin Campbell, who the award is named after. But who's the third? It's like the Michael so Jackson in, video in my head, award. He was right. the first one. So in my head, it's award. either Tevin Campbell, who showed up as as a result of if my man don't win this award, I'm walking off the stage over, right now. Uh, friend Lovey starting this whole thing with 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 Tevin Campbell. Yeah. That one day when nobody had anything else to do, everybody had Lovie time that day. Tevin Campbell on Twitter, and all of a sudden and she should not have. You she basically was like. Not she, in this economy. She turned Tevin Campbell into a household name for a solid 48 hours. <laughs> um, and that resulted in him showing up on episode, was that episode one? It was the first episode one. Episode one of Queen Sugar. Yeah. Um, and then David Allen Greer playing Jimmy Dale. Woo! My and man, Summer. Jimmy Dale. Oh, and Cree Summer playing Dr. Let's Octavia Lord. Wow, that, that is three solid choices. I was gonna, so do we do we vote or like how do we determine? Well, I think I think we want to make this an audience thing, yes, right? I we, agree. Have, we have to, I mean, I'm we're all going to be part of this as who gets the, the Tevin Campbell inaugural, inaugural award for... Award. We, we need a full name for <laughs> this one. Do we have appearances <laughs> in a limited series or... The Tevin Campbell Award for best uh, do we cameo have slash guest appearance. We don't have no, we're going to do that for the ceremony. Oh. Just so everybody knows, um, out of the generosity of my soul and my heart... Wow, that's a lot of syllables. <laughs> listen... I think if you know what I meant when I said it, it's a real word. Oh, we got it. It ain't a yeah. single person in here who is going to turn down the generosity that I will provide you. Speak on it, There brother. will be uh, brown liquor shots coming your way soon. Hey. Partaketh if thou... Thank you. Partaketh <laughs> if thou might. Enjoyeth if thou will. Yeah. But make sure thou imbibe with all the spirit of goodness. I'm pretty sure the word imbibe fits there. I'm not entirely sure. I think it does. Is that a word? Is that right? Is that a word? It is definitely a word. Um, so those shots will be coming. We're going to worry about those for the, for the last one that, that Debris will introduce. But for right now, we'll, we'll figure out who deserves the Tevin Campbell okay, Award for the best so, guest star cameo role. So we got Cree. We got Tevin. And we have, who was the third? David my main Allen man, Jimmy Dale. David, yeah. David Allen Greer. Wait, wait. My main those man, the, Jimmy Those Dale. are the only three viable candidates, we feel like. Reagan oh, Gomez? Reagan I Gomez mean, may pop up. But she was, uh, she's been on we several seasons. We stand, seasons, we stand uh, Disha. She, 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 she stand she, Disha. She, but she's not like a cameo. Like. But it's like, all right. So we keeping a cameo or like guest appearance? Because I'm thinking cameo. cameo. All right, Jimmy Dale was in a couple episodes. I mean, but like celebrities that we know. Tanya Campbell was the only true cameo. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. That man was, <laughs> hey, hey, do not try to get him one episode. He didn't quit it and was out. Okay. So, he was the only one who showed up and sang. He the only one who showed up and sang. He did. There was some debate on his singing. Okay, so Cree, Tevin, and David. Yeah, I agree. Wait, is there any other additions to the ballot? Are we forgetting someone? No. I don't think we are. All right. sure we're not. Okay. My main man. So, okay, all in favor of Cree Summer for the inaugural Tevin Campbell Award for Best. Cameo. Wait, okay, we doing applause, applause. All right, okay, all right, I think that's what we do. Like, do it again, like, do it again, all right, yeah, I'm sorry, okay, I was thinking another metric, but yes, applause. Make sure you applause accordingly with your level of en
That boy, that boy good too. That boy good like Panama. All right, and then, all right, silence in the room, silence. All right. Uh, David Allen Greer. Woo! Goddamn! Jimmy Dale. Woo, shit! We got some booze. We got, we got some, some booze. booze. So that takes booze. I just, we got I wanna, for the record, I wanted to be pointed out that Corey wait. basically did a hand bone. Did you for, watch? For David Allen Greer on that one. Did you watch the show? He was did. one stop away from a full hand bone. absolutely did. Wait. How, how does he not he was win? very close to the hand bone. How does he not win? Hey, I'm done with the podcast. I'm walking out no the I have no idea who would have won that because all I heard was you. Well, yelling. I think the booze balance out. Wait, uh, wait, take, this take. is so. Wait, hell no. Hell yeah. No. Like, the metrics don't lie. This is. This you is said tried you were going true. by response. You didn't say. And I, I didn't hear no booze for nobody else. I'm sorry, hey, a, honey. I'm so sorry. That is. I'm that so, is so true. sorry. And a blue. All right. I think a boo does count negatively. <laughs> that's a, that's a negative so. response. That counts. It was that girl saying David Allen Grill was her boo. You wasn't listening. She said, that's my boo. Raise your hand if you said that. <laughs> missed it. God damn. David yeah, Allen the winner. That's a pretty solid uh, court Thank argument. You. Come on. <laughs> Thank you. Right, you, already, you already know. All right. Well, I think that sounded like Tevin Campbell to me. I think that's what it sounds like. I think you sound like. like a hater. I think it's named after him, so he gets it anyway. I think that's what it sounded and like. And boom. I yes. think that goes to Tevin Campbell. Nothing so, else. Round of yes. applause Tevin for Tevin Campbell. Campbell. <laughs> round of applause. Let me see that. I don't start winning. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. You doing that? We so are, Tevin yes. Campbell wins the inaugural Tevin Campbell don't, 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 Award for Best Cameo or Guest Appearance. Anything less is uncivilized. All right. There it is. So do we have our shots in, in, in the We audience? do not have them just yet. Okay. We While we are talking break? and stretching this out, I will go check on them. All right. Okay. Let's, should we take like a, a formal break? Yeah, we'll here? take a short break. Take a short break our way for some liquor? Yes. Yeah. Is that good with everybody? Y'all gotta go to the bathroom or something? Yeah, go to the bathroom. Do take it. Take five <laughs> or take six like the gospel group. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we're back with uh, Bourbon and Border Loans here on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. And we're going to throw back to Jabri to bring us home in terms of our awards for this finale episode of this podcast. All right, so the top award that we're giving this evening is to the Ernest Bordelone Memorial <laughs> Season 4 MVP. And so, get hold on, hold on. For those that do not know, in the event that you do not know, who is, who is Ernest Bordelone? Ernest Bordelone, that's Papa. That's Pop Pop. That's the reason this show Pop-Pop. exists, right? The patriarch of the Bordelone family. The yeah. late patriarch of the Bordelone. This man has been dead for four whole seasons and is still every episode. No presence. <laughs> but we owe it all to him. He's the one who raised the three of them haphazardly and uh, gave us all the melodrama that we get, you know. And who allegedly murdered and buried somebody on the land, and it turns out it didn't, didn't happen. Prosper said that actually. ain't happened. Yeah. Prosper was like, he just buried them clothes. Prosper might be going down with his homie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. It was, I mean, you know. No, but Nova definitely implicated a father in a murder that nobody that looked into. Happen. Just want to wow. be very clear. It was very odd that nobody in the entire town looked into the murder that <laughs> she allegedly. Right. There, should be, there, were, there was a dead person buried on the land. It turned out it was just their mama. <laughs> well, which would have been awkward when the they uh, should have came for. They should have been like, actually, right. actually, well, we're actually, not dead. Perish in the are, event. Yeah, all of us are here. Yeah, but you know, they they could be dead for natural causes. 
a long time ago. Fair. Okay. All right. So the Black don't crack. <laughs> the award is named for Ernest Bordelon because he's the perpetual MVP for that reason, right? So this season, you know, we gave our shots of bourbon 13 times, and there I thought that once I crunched these numbers that we were going to get uh, a clear winner, but there was a tie. Oh, mm. damn. All right. Each, okay, I got it. Never mind. Sorry. All yeah. black movies where there's a competition end in a tie. That must be broken. Think Drumline. Oh, Think yeah. Stop the Yard. Yeah. They all end in a tie that must be broken. This, right. is a, this is a dramatic black movie, y'all. Okay. I never thought about it like that. Okay. Yeah. Man. So each receiving three shots of bourbon this season were Ralph Angel and mm. Mr. Prosper. Okay, okay. I forgot three shots? Three shots. I, I was surprised by that too, actually. I did not realize Prosper got that much love. We like Prosper. We like Charlie Prosper. only got two. My boo Charlie only got two. Yeah. So what we were going to do is we're going to turn it over to you, uh, the people who, who showed up tonight and came out to support us. Uh, so the nominees are Mr. Prosper and Ralph Angel. Yeah. And by show of applause... Who wants yeah, to our give them names? Metric All right. That we have so <laughs> right, right. We also have a write-in vote for Jimmy our Dale. If anyone, evidence-based no. method. Of We're not writing in Jimmy Dale. With the write-in vote, do you no, some no other All of you should have a brown liquor libation. No, write-in vote in I front don't. of you. Okay. This is to be imbibed and imbued. No, imbued does not work words? here. It's to be drank. 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 That's where we ended up. Yeah. All right. It is to be drank. So remember that who you're choosing, you're going to drink to them. All right. So first, uh, we have Ralph Angel. That's time for applause. Wait, no, I don't want to vote for him. Okay. I mean, I, I would, but I'm not going to. All right. <laughs> Wait, okay. who, who was that? Who threw the extra in I hear you, sis. <laughs> yes. Can't, you can't vote for how he... Wait, was that Ralph Angel? Yeah. Yeah. Both, you can't vote for how he looks. That's the, reason, that's the, the only show. reason these two like Ralph Angel that's is because they think true. he's hot. Now, Ralph Angel and has he is. the, the farm press the farm fits. Oh, yeah, he does have uh, yes. farm uh, couture. Agri- that's what we call it. Farm couture. Yeah, farm yes, couture. The blubby style. My man rocks the best in bland like outerwear. The cut-off flannels? Yes. Yeah, those are pretty stylish. Do y'all even remember how much applause that was? One more time for Ralph Angel. Let's get the applause in there. Okay. Ladies love Ralph, Ralph Angel. Ralph All right. Angel. All right. And then Mr. Prosper. Woo! Oh, cool. I can't tell. Prosper. I think it sounds like Prosper. I think it sounds like, like Prosper. I'm, I'm like good with Prosper. Too. All right, let's do it. So for the finale, for the finale ceremonial shot of bourbon. Shots, everyone. For bourbon and borderlones, Mr. Prosper. Wait, is everybody we got shots up? Pay attention, you about to miss your blessing, honey. We do this every episode. All right. Listen, some of these shots feel like drinks because they're big, but you know, take it like a G. It's real heavy. All right. One, two, three. (laughs) (laughs) Take flight. Take flight. Take flight. Oh my lord. All right. Woo! All right. All right. Right. <laughs> shout out to everybody who just took that shot. There are there are additional shots that have already been paid for. That's a cold glass of that's a glass. That of if anybody right wants an extra one, because you maybe don't have nothing to do tomorrow. Or I don't have nothing to do tomorrow. Maybe make bad choices. I don't judge, <laughs> but there are three shots left available to the to anybody who wants them. Um, so take us out. 
Yeah. We're, so we're gonna. This is typically where we would end our show. We would normally do our 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 sign off, but before we do that, we're gonna do a couple last minute things. We're gonna get. We want to get you all involved in this. So, for instance, the young lady in the back wants to be an honorary member. Okay. <laughs> we'll send the application out. Since Corey's apparently quitting. So oh, yeah, I'm right, right, right. Corey apparently didn't watch several of the last episodes. And you he's know lying. he recapped them because of the I did Ralph that by word Andy of mouth. Darla, uh, love, love fest. <laughs> but if there are any, like, any questions, comments, concerns, sick and shut in prayers, uh, whatever that you want to bring, we ought to be in church. Anything you want to bring to the table, we have an additional, we have an additional microphone here. Check, check. All right. There we go. So we anybody has anything action. they want to add to the show that we had? Like, listen, I will walk as far into the audience as this, this core <laughs> lets me go, which means not very far. <laughs> but we would like to hear from you. If there is something on your heart or your soul, perhaps your heart and soul. <laughs> Body and soul Body, was a wonderful was song. <laughs> we, we ask that you share with us today. Come on down. We will also take an offering. Ooh, no. <laughs> two offerings. We, we, build, pro- build fund. we appreciate money that, uh, what was it? Money that uh, jingles? But we appreciate money that folds. <laughs> we want money. Listen, put some dollars in the collection basket that don't quite exist. <laughs> so wait, anybody, anybody got any questions, concerns? Anybody can, listen, it's crowd participation. Somebody got to say something, damn it. <laughs> I want to know, I want to hear from Corey Hive over here. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Actually, that's a, you know what? Thank you. I'm gonna hey. go ahead. He's like, we going nah. anyway. Hey, hey, don't be ashamed of being the Corey Hive. You sir. Hey, if you're on my side, if you're on my side, you're on the right side. Hey, don't scoot away from my man. Hey, watch her. Hey. Yeah. Oh, she hey, is not hey, affiliated. Hey, hey, she's not with you, through thick and thin. Hey, hey, yeah. That's what I I like this guy. And, and Sir Kiki Palmer. Hey, hey, your application going to the front. I don't, I don't know who that man, man is. Sorry to that man. Sorry to that man. Sorry to this man. Nah. <laughs> I know that's right. Sorry to this yeah. man. Oh, my name is Tunde Hassan. And hey. I'm Corey. Oh, yeah, this is Wait, my wife. Wait, whoa, Chef, it's about you. It's your time. Let's go, Tunde. It's your time. Hey, man, hey. No, hey, no. if she want to ask a question, she can do that on her time. It's your time, bro. Let's do it. What you got? Wow. No, um, but I'm definitely Corey High because some of, because some of the stuff that he, the perspective he's bringing about Nova, I do like what he's coming from. It's outside of the box, and some of the stuff I agree with him on. <laughs> That's why she. Me, like a for y'all listening in, sis, sco- <laughs> sis scooted her chair away. <laughs> She's scooting away. She's not to be. Hey, thinking outside the box is a positive, yeah. but continue, it's, it's woman. De- it's definitely a positive. Um, it's not, um, it's not definitely linear thinking. It's <laughs> damn right it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> y'all stop laughing. No, stop but, laughing, y'all. <laughs> but I, I do agree. See, I have different perspectives. I do agree with him that Nova has the right to tell her truth. But I agree. <laughs> but I do agree that everyone else has the right to feel the way that they feel. Okay. Right? Okay. So, that's, that's, that's and what that's, I'm saying. So, right. So, um, I mean, I'm not, you can't take away from the way somebody feels about something, but also 
Nova had the right because she told the story from her perspective. That Dang. is her truth. So I like this. Guy. I mean, a lot of what what was her truth that she saw. <laughs> so some stuff wasn't kind of her truth. It was second. Exactly. But it was her observation. So that from her perspective, that is her truth because that's what For she sure. knows. So. Right. And, and lady friend, but, but uh, yeah. wife, wife, would you like yes. to respond? Wife. To this? Come on. Well, I won't respond to that in particular, <laughs> but to a point you guys made about Darla and her friend, and while her mom was like so pressed to have, oh, you need to meet with so-and-so, and I get the whole show face and thing, but a lot of times, um, your parents might not know the real of that friend. Yes. That's true. And I think that's why she was, you know, even more pressed to say, oh, no, you need to meet with her, she's mm -hmm. in town, da da da, because she didn't know the other side. Right. That's right. true. We talked about that's that too, true. yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Arlena. Right. Thank you both for your opinions and perspectives. Anybody Anyone else? I can't really stress this much I further than I am right now. So hey, if you friend. have something to say, you pretty much got to come this way. Shout out to my twin, y'all. Hey, twin. Okay, so all season, oh, my name's Shawnice. Hi. Okay, so all season long, I'm a mom. And one theme that I saw, at least I saw all the way through, was Charlie and, and Micah's relationship shifting from um, a parent-child to more of a parent-adult, right? Because mm -hmm. he's trying to assert his independence and stuff. So what did we think? I would like to know your opinions and what we thought on Micah not going to Harvard. Mm. The issue <laughs> of, one issue that hit home for me was when Micah came back from Europe and he had his hair done, he had, you know, like he was about that life, right? Allegedly. And she was like, she didn't really like his hair. Yeah, right. You know, she's always thinking about how people would will perceive him. Um, and then even between the argument when she flipped, finding out that he wasn't going to Harvard, she had said some interesting uh -oh. statements like, um, I'm not putting all this money into you for you to go to, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, yeah. stay here to Xavier University and stuff. So I just want to know, as black parenting, what do we think about Char uh, Charlie's and Micah's relationship? Mm. That's, a good, That's a good question. That's one of the Wendy Williams questions. That's a good. <laughs> what y'all think about that? So actually, one of the one of the big blow up arguments that yeah, we had was that? actually about. Um, Micah deciding not to go to Harvard and to go to Xavier instead. Um, I think that myself and Janae were of the school of thought that, you know, he could, he can, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't necessarily need to go to Harvard to do what he needs to do. Harvard is not, you know, the make or break. Harvard's not going to make you who you are. Harvard's not going to necessarily guarantee you better opportunities or or more access to to anything you know it, it, it's not a guarantee um you know uh, are there possibilities that you can tap into a greater network at harvard sure but also you know at hbcus I'm, i didn't go to an hbcu i kind of wish that i would looking would have looking back but at hbcus let, let's not act like people are not out here thriving and succeeding and leading companies and being ceos and and doing the things that that we all aspire to do coming out of HBCUs. So I just felt like that, the Harvard thing, Micah's rich. So he doesn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, he's, his, his, his dad is an NBA or, or was an NBA player. That money don't his, last forever. But, 
Okay. Don't, sure. Don't let them throw you off. Yeah, Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, the basketball money right now. Money doesn't last forever. But 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 um. A lot of broke ass former athletes. That's fine. But Charlie's smart. And Charlie manages her money well, and she's going to make sure that her son has what he needs, period, whether he goes to Harvard or not. And I just feel like Micah doesn't need Harvard to succeed in life, and that's it. And I think that what we saw from Micah and Charlie was, you know, kind of a rift in the beginning, but I think that we saw them starting to come around. We didn't see the full resolution, but we definitely saw, you know, two adults having a conversation about what their needs were, and I think that it will continue to grow from there. Yeah, um, I I agree with that. You know, um, especially um, the part about the the parenting is like I have a 19 year old son, and what you realize is that that person that that, that child that baby becomes an adult, and they're going to make their own decisions. And even when you disagree with them, you can argue with them, you can try to convince them, you can try to change their mind. But just like Charlie realized, it was Micah's decision. And she was going to come around on it. So she decided, I still don't think she agreed with it, but she realized that she had to accept it. So, you know, to, to your point, Shanice, you know, that's Shanice. Um, I, I guess you too, because you kind well, of agree. Both of us. <laughs> yeah, to both of you, you know, Charlie really uh, showed some growth as she has to, because Micah is literally growing. And... So that's my perspective as a black parent. Well, I'm not a parent, um, <laughs> but I had a perspective on it. I, mean, I thought it was a terrible idea for Micah to uh, to go to, to Xavier, even though I think Xavier is a good school. And I'm from Louisiana, and I'm very familiar with Xavier. Uh, it, it's actually a good school, but I think like you know, college is all about uh, creating future opportunities. And so you have to go to the place that's going to create the most future opportunities. And I think you know, Harvard is Harvard for a reason, right? It's like people talk about it because it's a reality, you know what I'm saying? Like going there will create more opportunities. They have, you know, just a a bigger alumni base, bigger endowment, they have bigger everything. Everything's bigger there. So I think when you have an opportunity to do better, you have to do better. You You have to go for the best opportunities that you have. So I was totally in disagreement with him going to the other school. I think you gotta go for the best opportunity you have. Well, I think for me, college, in in most circumstances, is what you make it. And I think that, again, like Shawnee's mentioned, that going to Harvard, while they do have the name recognition and the alumni network and, you know, all of the other things that are associated with the Harvard name, it is not a guarantee that you are going to go. There are no guarantees in life. You're right. You're absolutely right. There are no guarantees in life. And so I feel like you have to weigh where you feel like you would thrive the most. We already mentioned that. Who cares where for, you would thrive the most? Particularly for Micah. That's what we're talking about. We're particularly talking about. for Micah. We're talking about future thriving, not present thriving, though. Like, what, I don't, what we're saying, so we're talking about future opportunities, right? We go yeah. to, we go, we, the only reason we go to college is for future opportunities. Right. Right? So. Proceeds. Right. So, you're talking about, about proceeds. So, so we For the about, record, this was literally the longest conversation we ever had. The only reason we go to college is for future opportunities. So, realistically, his future opportunities will be better if he goes. Proceeds. Who cares about, right? Go ahead and finish that thought. Go ahead and finish that thought. And so at the end of the day, 
if Micah has decided that he doesn't want to go to Harvard and he feels like a school like Xavier or any other HBCU or any other university for that matter, and it's not like Xavier is just some, you know, right, BS institution. It's still a, you know, a great place to go to school, to learn, to thrive, to, you know, meet people and make opportunities. If Micah feels like that's the environment that he wants to, you know, to grow in, I think that, you know, you have to respect that opinion. And whereas his, you know, parents may differ, I think ultimately that is Micah's decision. We had this discussion, again, on the podcast where, you know, I know Panama and even myself had opportunities to go to Ivy's, you know, coming out of high school. And I know, speaking for myself, I had no interest. I knew I wanted to go to an HBCU, and my parents, you know, well, one parent in particular, wasn't really with it, but it wasn't their decision, especially because they weren't paying for it. Now, Micah, that's in a different situation, but at the end of the day, I feel like you have to give your kids, especially when they're reaching that point of adulthood, the license to make, they, that's four years of their life that they're gonna have to spend, uh, you know, in this university with, the, with those people Micah, of course, has you know reached a turning point in his life where he's always been surrounded by you know these wealthy you know white kids. He's never been around people that look like him. He wants a different experience, and I think that for him, Harvard would just be more of the same. He already has access. He already has privilege. He wants some, He wants to. He wants to. He wants a different experience, and I think Xavier is going to provide him an opportunity to still learn and grow and thrive, but also being more connected. To his, to his roots in the African-American community and being able to serve and make a difference in the way that he wants to. And I think whether or not you agree, that's his decision to make. Right. It just is. Yeah. And, 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 I, this, so this is actually, I'm not even gonna throw my opinion in here because I went to more house and I'm awesome. So, <laughs> this was though the longest conversation that I had to actually cut out yeah, of an episode. This was the episode where we all had to like walk away and take a moment. <laughs> like, this was literally it. We're in the middle of the conversation where it just we we all moved away from the microphones and just like got into a like yeah, argument sure. about this, yeah. which is funny because this was the second time we had that conversation. Mm-hmm. This was we had it once and Jabri was present. The second time Jabri wasn't, and you know Janae ultimately asked the most important question: Was there anything like we all we made this decision? And Jabri, Janae, and I went to, went to HBCUs like, is there anything that we weren't able to accomplish despite going to the school we went to? And I think the answer for all of us would be no, right? So we can fight about this all day long, and we probably sure will can. later. But we're not going to do that because time, we don't that type of time. keeps on ticking <laughs> into the future. And we got to go to work okay. tomorrow. I didn't okay, want to. I, I, just, I just sang for y'all because that's what I bring to the table. <laughs> is it? So we're going to wrap this, wrap this uh, live show up. Um, for starters, we want to thank everybody for coming out. I mean, ultimately, yeah. you know, we did this. This was, this, was, this was done at the suggestion of several people. Um, one person sitting back there who snuck in all late because you black. And that's racist. I mean, <laughs> my shirt say black as fuck, so I got, I got, I got, I got things. We dropped an F bomb today. I'm not the first one, by the way. Okay. It was him. Yeah. So I didn't know we was yeah. doing that. It's like once the per- first person says it. it but um, you know, genuinely, thank everybody for coming out. This was fun. This was an opportunity for us to sit in front of people and talk about this show and talk about our podcast, which we all genuinely had a lot of fun uh, creating. And every Tuesday night, coming to. And, you know, just 
we spent way more time recording this than we probably needed to. Like, we spent 30 to 45 minutes talking about what we we're going to talk about, then talking about it, then talking about it after, you know, trying to make sure we got it right. It was a lot of fun. Um, but thank you all for coming out for this. This is it's awesome. It's awesome to have people to come out and do these things in front of us. So give yourselves a round of applause. You're welcome for those shots of bourbon. Um, and there are still three left up here. No I am not them. going to drink them, sure but not. they will be they will be consumed by somebody because I I paid for those. Some of y'all is gonna drink them. Um, but uh, is there any before we do our customary sign off? Let's just go around the table. Start at Corey. Last words. This is our last. This is our last episode of this season for Bourbon and Border Loans. Uh, you know, all I got to say is, you know, it was fun. It was a good experience. I had a good time. Looking forward to uh, next season. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Learned a lot. And uh, uh, Queen Sugar was renewed for season five. Hey. Already. So we're back in this thing. Right, Bourbon and Border Loans will be back for season hey, two. Hey, I'm cutting up next season. Y'all, Did you uh, not cut up this season? Wow, back. So and we're not cutting nothing. <laughs> we're not cutting nothing. We are cutting everything. Everything stays next year. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I don't really have anything else to add. Looking forward to season five. Thanks, friends, for being so great. <laughs> okay. I would like to say, again, that Nova Borderlone is trash <laughs> on brand. You're such a hater. That's it. I hope it ain't contagious, man. I just hope it ain't right. contagious. And, you know, ultimately, for me, it's... I want to thank everybody for coming out. Thank Busboys and Poets for having us. Um, Thank you to all the home. The good thing about this is that everybody up here is like part of my family in some way, shape, or form. So it's not like we're going our separate ways. Like literally everybody up here is, you know, see you next, right? see you next week. <laughs> People be in the house just randomly sometimes. Yeah. I come home and it's like, oh, hey, you're here. <laughs> all right. So I guess I'm going to go put the kids to sleep. But, you know, that's, that's awesome. So the, fun, the good thing about doing this podcast is that I, I was able to do it with friends of mine. So the familiarity was there. We didn't have to like figure out who each other were. We all know each other. So we were able to come come together, have a have fun talking, and nobody took anything personal. You know what I'm saying? It was it was we're doing this with friends, which we didn't really great. fight Corey at the end afterwards. Of course not. Y'all right. Yeah. I mean we all walked away at the end of it like you stupid, but you know <laughs> how's life? You know what I'm saying? We're all able to do that kind of thing. So our customary sign off is based on uh, the song, the the, um, the, the same song, the, the, the theme song, which I never actually listened to one single damn time until we talked about it, and then I realized, like, wow, this song is as ridiculous as what? <laughs> I completely but disagree. Dreams the, never die. I know, Dreams but never the, but die. You, it fits the show Take perfectly. Flight. Nah, the song sucks. I've already broken Keep this down. Listen, so Take at the end of every Take show, flight. we do we do a certain thing. We take our customary or ceremonial shot, excuse me, and then we do our last in our uh, heartfelt. And for the record, Corey never, never says, says it. Never says it. Never not once. Maybe he'll do it today. Is it, is it, not today. Not hey, I don't, I don't, no, I don't want you to do it this not time. Not today. Right. So, you know? I don't participate. For everybody who's listening to the show, and for everybody who listens to the show, you know how we do this. But if you don't, we say take flight because it's part of the, on three. the theme song. So on three, we're going to do one, two, three, take flight. So if everybody's ready, y'all, y'all ready? Everybody got your soul together? Yes. You got Stay your chakras together? You got your... I might you got your woo-sa. Maybe, maybe I should participate. All right. Woo, so, yeah. One, two, three. Take, Take flight. flight. Ooh, y'all are so good. Bourbon and Borderlands.
Thank you all for coming out. We appreciate you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it so much. Your food, drink, and the conversation. And I'll be collecting money at the door for that shot. Uh, it was really good. No, there you go. Like I said, there are five, there, there's two more shots left. You Don't let your blackness ruin your attempt at, at free blackness. Get your brown liquor on. Listen. But no, genuinely, thank you all for coming out. To Jabri, Corey, Janae, and all right. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Good job, guys. This podcast is fantastic.